Welcome to The Ethical Affiliate, the podcast that's all about living life on your own terms through the exciting world of ethical affiliate marketing. I'm your host, Ida. And I'm Tim. And in each episode, we'll be exploring the possibilities, strategies, and mindset shifts that can empower you to build a business that aligns with your values and allows you to design the life you've always dreamed of. Join us as we share our journey and hear from industry experts and successful affiliate marketers who have embraced this new approach to business, discover the strategies they use to navigate the ever-evolving digital landscape, build sustainable income streams, and most importantly, live life on their own terms. So buckle up and get ready for a journey into the world of ethical affiliate marketing. This is The Ethical Affiliate, where we believe that living life on your own terms is not just a dream, it's a reality waiting to be created. Thanks for joining us and let's dive in. Welcome to The Ethical Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Tim. And I'm Ida, and welcome to a stinking hot Sunday. <laughs> well, at least that's when we're doing this. It is so bloody hot today. I can't believe it. I, I went outside to hang my clothes and it was like a bloody oven. How are you, Tim? I, I'm really well, but I have heard from the East Coast that it was something like 62% humidity where the person I was talking to. So, Oh, right. You know, funnily enough, the humidity, there's no humidity, but the sun is hot. It's It burns. Like I was out there just hanging sh- some sheets and I could hear my skin sizzling. It's really full on. <laughs> really? Go away, Summer. Either that will provide me with a pool. Don't put any oil in <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's pretty hot here today too, so it's been hot for the last couple of days, but... How's your week been? Okay. What's you been up to? It's been it's been a good week. It's been a good week. Great. Uh, I've been busy at work off and on. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the heat, that's taken me taken a little bit out of me. But then I've sort of fired up after I've come back, and um, what I usually do is do a little bit of cooking to sort of break break the day up. Love it. And then I'll get on to um, the business at hand, basically do some posting or just plan going forward, or chat with you about our our mutual plans together. Yes. So, um, and that's going really well. So I'm, I'm really pleased about progress with everything. Awesome. Give me a high for the week. Give me what was the best week thing that happened this week for you? Yeah, gee, that's a hard one. Um, that many? Yeah. No, but I'd like to uh, I'd probably best to give you an overall summary and that the high thing was the, uh, how do I say this, the, an amazing vision for the future. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, and the power of that is that you you're uh, you're driven towards creating this future that you're visioning. Absolutely. And, you know, everything revolves around sort of okay, what do I do to get that thing to come forward in the future mm-hmm. or to to make that thing occur? And so, without getting up or you know whatever it is at the time of the day and, and going, oh, what I'm going to write about, what I'm going to talk about. Um, how do I grow my business? It's kind of like, well, what do I, what steps do I need to do to take me to that particular thing? And right. It's just, it's just um, and we talked about vision boards in a previous podcast, I think, briefly, that mm-hmm. uh, the power of having those vision, that vision of the visuals in front of you, is yeah. phenomenal. And I have I have the board in front of me every day, and um, you know, just wherever you're walking in the house or whatever it happens to be, just have a glance at that, have a glance at the pictures, and go, oh yeah, that's. You know, and it brings up feelings, and that just um, it really uh, encourages me to do work all the time, which I love. 
because it's just so good. it's just an enjoyable experience. You know, I have to agree. Like, um, in terms of it being enjoyable, when you know, when you find someone that you can collaborate with, it makes a for me, it's made a huge difference, and it's it keeps me accountable, and it, I have such big visions, and it's really really great to work with someone who who shares those visions. So yeah, give me one of your challenges. Give me a challenge. Have you had any this week? Yeah, look, I, I did, um, I may have mentioned this, but I had a goal to do 365 reels this year. Mm -hmm. And then I broke that up into basically some sort of video component every day of the week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it might necessarily be a, a reel, it could be a story, anything that's done on video. It could just be a video on a post. Mm -hmm. So it gets a bit confusing in a way because stories and reels are basically the same thing. They just have a different lifespan. Um, yes, true. So that's, that has been a challenge. Um, part of that's to do with having a, a what is it, two jobs, sort of, so to speak, not two jobs so much, so, so two two major things that I have to focus on during during the week. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting trying to work through energy energy levels with that, particularly as it's hot. It's hot. I'm, a, I'm in Western Australia and you're on the other side. But mm. It's really hot over here. And so to come back out of... Um, a very hot environment and then to get inspired and do a reel not only is you don't look the best because you you know you're perspiring and everything's dirty so to speak but it's just like oh, i just don't feel like doing this now i'm not in the mood it's hard enough as it is going what are people going to think of me and then of course the other side of it is you know the which, which is not quite so hard is the the content side of it because yeah. while i've got a massive list of things i want to talk about Sometimes I scroll through all that and go, no, none of that does. <laughs> like I've got 200, 200 sort of headings. Mm. No, it really does anything for me. So, right. So that's, you know, it's, it doesn't sound like a big challenge, but it is a challenge if you let it go too long. So I'm, I'm kind of catching up because I, I do want to complete this by the end of the year. And so if I have to sure. do three a day for a couple of days or whatever it, whatever it happens to be, how, how much behind. Um, mm. However, the person who's uh, sort of sponsoring me in this business um, or in our upline, so to speak, has said she's really impressed that I've done the reels I've been doing. So that's always good to hear. And, uh, you know, so after that, I went out and did another reel. Awesome. Look, one of the things I really love, absolutely love about working in this business paradigm is the um, the sense of community and how you can reach out to uh, the people that introduced you to this to this business and um, and and how they can really help you troubleshoot like and it, it happened yesterday um, not not with me but with someone else uh, where they were trying to figure something out and we all just got on the chat and. You know, by the end of it, her problem was solved, and it's such a. It was so solutions based, you know, and everyone stepped up to help, and that's what I love about this. You know, people are so keen to jump on board to help you get to where you want to go because it also drives them too. I love it. I love it. So what? Yeah. So was that a challenge? Oh, that was that was somebody else's challenge. So what was it? Yeah, challenge? yeah, it was. Sweet. Yeah. What was the challenge you had this week? Uh, okay, so my challenge probably was more energy, sure. you know. Um, I think, look, I have I have times where I think because 
with anxiety and depression and, and what I'm dealing with and how I'm moving forward with that. Um, even though the episodes are getting shorter and, and fewer and farther between, it, it can still mess with my energy levels and my frame of mind. So I've had a little bit of that this week. Um, but to be, to be honest, um, being working on this and the amount of hope that I get from this actually really pulls me out of it, you know, and I know that if I have a really, if, if I ever I have a day where it just has to be all about self-care, I don't actually feel guilty or nervous about uh, not doing what I think I should be doing for my business because part of running this business is the self-care aspect of it. So it's like I give myself permission to, you know, take it easy and rest up and get my energy levels back up and, and you know, do whatever it is that I need to do to get myself back up to that high-level energy. So, um, uh, but my highs, oh, there have been a few, which is great. I love, I love that. Um, what's the date today? The 21st, right? So Monday I had a fantastic rehearsal with my musical collaborator and we went through some material and it was so great just to get back in the saddle and sing again and kind of open everything up and get my voice out there because, you know, that really was my life for a very, very long time. And when I gave it up, um, it was really difficult. I kind of felt that a part of me had been missing, but for whatever reason, I wasn't able to connect to it the same way. But now that I've made different choices and prioritised things differently and, you know, I've actually chosen to step into uh, a business that's going to support me and my passions and my visions, uh, it's allowed me that space to work my way back to it. And I'm so fortunate because I'm working with a really, really great musician. And again, he's right on board with my vision of of what I want to put together. So that was really exciting. And I, I saw my grandson. I got to spend some time with my grandbaby and that's always fun and games. It was beautiful. So two really big things. And also the collaboration that happens that that um, that we do in our, our, our creating the, the vision for the future, that always lights me up so yeah lots of highs really good it's funny you're talking about the um giving yourself you know space and time just to for yourself and mm. it's in a, in a similar way i was thinking yesterday i think it was or it might have been this morning that oh you know i've got to do these posts and these reels and everything else like that and i feel like i'm behind and then i thought in the last three or four days i've spent hours talking to you Planning yeah. business going forward. We're developing, yeah. Developing stuff. And I'm thinking, Tim, you just you've put so much effort into this business. Both of us have, but I'm we're just talking about me at the moment. You mm. put so much effort in this business, but it's so easy to forget what you've been doing. Well, that's right. And that, it kind of goes back to um reminding yourself that you're in development phase. Like with any business, it takes time to set things up and I mean, yeah, this is a business where you can hit the ground running, no problem. But for for some, I, I personally like to take my time, and I, I want to really get clear on what I want to do when I'm as I'm running my business. And because I'm a first time business owner, um, it uh, it's easy to forget because 
the you might not be seeing the results you want to see but the progress is really happening mm. you know and and this is a time and I'll never forget like something that I learned in the one of the huddles was that um you know For people who don't know explain what a huddle is ah uh, yes so a huddle well actually to be to be honest the past huddles that I've been in I've hated because um it, it just wasn't in, it wasn't really about me. It was about the company and the corporation. But this is different. Uh, I say it's a huddle, and it, they call it the Monday Night Huddle. But it, it's actually where everybody in in this business paradigm in this uh, that affiliates with this particular product that we're affiliated with uh, gets together, and we share stories. And there's always a speaker that comes out. And um, I heard something in the huddle where a, a speaker was talking about to get the timeline, to get rid of the timeline out of your mind, right? Yeah, you set your goals, but don't get caught up in the timeline because in this business, things can sort of move slowly and then bang, it just happens in a flash and suddenly your business takes off. So, and, and, that, and you know, I really kind of resonated with that because this is the time really to prepare especially to prepare for financial wealth, right? Because the potential to make money is huge. It's really huge. And I want to be ready for that, right? So whenever I think I'm not making progress, actually all I need to do is look back on what what I'm doing with yourself and how I'm approaching my business, the learning that I'm putting into it and how it's really important for me to um, – use this time to prepare for the success, right? Because if people don't prepare for success, we often prepare for failure, right? But you got to prepare for success because when success hits, you need to be ready for it because if you're not ready for it and it hits you, it you, the, the ground can go out from under you if you don't handle it right. So I'm in this for the long haul when the success, and I actually believe I'm already successful because I show up every day for this, right, and I, I move it forward. But when the financial reward comes through, I want to be ready. I want to go, yep, this is exact. I'm ready for this now. And, and I want to have, well, I'm planning what I want to do with it. And that's actually the fun part as well is planning how you're going to spend that money. You know, how are you going to, how are you going to put that money to use? And that's where I, actually, that's where I love to stay in that creation phase. So, Yeah. That's a beautiful segue into our topic today, which is really about personal accountability. Absolutely. What you're saying is take some accountability for the, the the success you're going to have going forward. Yes. And know that you can't just go there and someone will come and save you because you don't know anything about finances or you don't understand systems and everything just gets runs away from you or whatever it happens to be. Mm. So talk about that. Talk about your view of personal accountability. Okay. So personal accountability, um, you know, not so long ago before I actually embarked on this journey, I used to think personal accountability was taking the blame and coming from a shame part, you know, coming from a shame aspect. Uh, that's completely changed. Being personally accountable for me now means actually taking responsibility for the things that I need to do and also 
not holding, not taking responsibility for what isn't mine. So it's working out what's mine and what's not, you know, especially when you're dealing in everyday life and you don't have control over everything. And um, sometimes if you, with personal accountability, if if you don't view it in, in a constructive way, you're just going to spend the time blaming yourself for everything that's going wrong and you don't know how to fix it. Right. Now it's not it's not just about um taking responsibility and aligned action. It's actually about knowing when to personally show up for yourself, right? Where you actually need to show up as your own best friend, as your own carer as your own cheerleader. That is a very, very important part of being personally accountable because no one, I mean, people can tell you till you're black and blue how great you are, but unless you tell yourself, the message is going to fall on deaf ears and your power is always going to be in somebody else's hands. So, you know, personal accountability is about taking responsibility, taking back your power and being your own best friend. Yep. So there's a part of there that which is... um I totally get where you're coming from, and that is that if you are only, and I emphasize only, waiting for someone else or a bunch of people to cheer you on to some extent or to say you're doing well or, or comment, and that's what you're relying on, you're going to you, effectively you're going to fail because you there's still a part of you which is not taking accountability or responsibility for your own actions. Ownership, and yeah. I've always said the ideal, you know, the ideal way sometimes is to if you're dealing with narcissism or something like this, to retreat into yourself and become strong and become mm. responsible and accountable for your own actions and strong enough so you can go back out in the world again and deal with things like that because it doesn't actually matter what people say. It's lovely mm. if they do and lovely if people support you but you don't need it because you have yes. taken that the ultimate responsibility for yourself and your own actions. Mm. When you say narcissism, do you mean like as in somebody else dealing, I like know. somebody else? Being a narcissist? Narcissist or someone who, who puts you down or, uh, you know, if you can't deal with that and it's very hard to deal with anyway, you need to not try and fight it but to come back and make sure that it, those things don't trigger you as much. Yeah, put it in its place. You've got to put, you gotta put it in you are its place. Or whatever it is that the problem is. Yeah, and look, you know, often, um, and that can get really tricky too, um, especially when you're dealing with narcissism, that can be really insidious and it's not something that is always recognisable and in your face. Um, so to establish that really strong sense of self is paramount to actually just moving forward in the world in general. And once you take the need for somebody else's approval away and you start working on approval of yourself, uh, that's I don't think there's anything more powerful than that really, you know. And it's kind of, you know, look at a narcissist as a perfect example. They think they're almighty, right? A narcissist has that kind of confidence. They just use it in a really negative way. Um, but to have a sense of self and to and to actually be in a space that comes from love and compassion for yourself, that's how you pay it forward to others. And you don't actually require people to to feed that ego because it really is its ego. It's ego that we want stroked, you know. And that's not to say that we we all crave connection. I think as humans we need connection. 
right? But we need quality connection, you know, and it's just if you don't have that sense of self, you can get connection in ways that can be really damaging. So, yeah, it's it's quite a landscape to navigate, but as long as you stay focused on being kind to yourself and knowing when to take responsibility and aligned action, um, yeah, that's that's really the main. It's 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 very it's a very fine line, or maybe that's not quite the right way of saying it. But the way we tend to view people is that view confident people. We can get into this trick of viewing confident people as being ego egotistical. Mm. That there's a soft soft line where it changes from someone who is very confident and who can again step over maybe towards narcissism because it's, I guess it's a scale to some extent mm. where you've stepped into the part where it's, your ego is now taken over. Yeah, so interesting. I think many of us are not anywhere near the point where we're just totally self-confident. We've got a long mm. way to go. Well, speaking well it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey of evolution. This is life. Yeah. people like it is a journey of evolution and what we see in others right and what we perceive their life to be is 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 really just the surface we don't see what's going on in their world we don't see the work that they do behind their success you know um and we just got to take the judgment out of our we got to take the judgment out right we got to stop judging ourselves and actually support ourselves in our vision but also know when to go okay You've been wallowing. You need to get off your butt and you need to do something, you know, because otherwise you're just going to end up wrapping yourself in cotton wool and never leaving your safe space. You know, we need to step out of our comfort zone and we've got to remind ourselves too, and this is something that I constantly remind myself, whenever I feel overwhelmed or, you know, I kind of get that anxiety, I remind myself I centre myself by reminding myself that change is like shedding skin. It's not always comfortable, but it's okay because I'm in control of the choices that I'm making and the changes that I'm making, right? And, and I just need to be kind to myself to navigate myself through those difficult times, right? And, look, you know, the key thing too, Tim, and I cannot stress this enough, this is, and I, I say this to anyone out there that is really struggling with their mental health, with depression, anxiety, when you are in that dark place, and I don't know if I said this last time, but if I did, you're going to hear it again. When you're, when you're in that dark place, it is crucial to remind yourself that you're going to get past it, Right? And all you need to do is really just hold on and have faith that you'll get to the other side because it does pass. As long as you keep looking forward and acknowledging that that shadow that, that you're under at the moment, uh, you'll get past it. You will because it's the nature of life. Life is not a straight line like we said in our very first podcast. It's full of bends and twists and highs and lows and we just got to ride it you just need to have a really good surfboard so that when those big ass waves come along we can ride it and get to the end and go damn i made it through you know and and another thing too and this is not it's equally as important because as someone who's dealt with depression for you know decades my whole life uh quite often in the past when 
I've come out of it and I've felt great. I've gone, yeah, yeah, I don't have to worry about anything. Full feeling great, feeling great, feeling great. Didn't take any aligned action, right? It is just as crucial to show up for yourself when you're feeling good than what it is when you're feeling bad. So they're equal. They just you just got to show up in different ways. So it's no it's it's no different. The only difference is how you show up for yourself. Mm. Okay? So it's really important. Know when to rest, know when to really up the self-care. There needs to be a it's important that there's a baseline of self-care. And that is something that I don't know about anyone else, but that is something that I continually work on. Is that baseline? Uh, and then when you when the lows come, you can just gotta ramp it up. Ramp it up, remind yourself that now is the time to actually really take care of yourself and remind yourself that you're going to get through it. And then when you get through it and you're feeling great, that's when you can congratulate yourself and take that aligned action that you need to take because that's what's going to propel you forward. And and, and it's so true because it's not just about your mental health, it's about anything you do, especially Absolutely. talking about business, is that to know that you're going to get through it. Isn't that so true? Because otherwise, it's it's very easy to go. Oh, I can't do this. I don't I don't understand how Canva works. I don't understand how videos work. I don't understand marketing, advertising, the whole thing about business. Yeah. Know that you know what? I've just got to gather resources, take some accountability. I'm responsibility for learning. Mm-hmm. That could include getting someone to to teach you how to do stuff. But yes, right. And you look back on it and it's like public speaking or many other things like that. You just look back and go, I just kept on learning, kept on moving forward. Yeah, retreat a little bit and, you know, gather your forces. Um, Honour yourself. And I love it how you're talking about the level, your own level of self-care and what does that mean for us individually. Mm, some mm. people could just, just mean having an extra sleep and some people could mean the whole thing, you know, meditation, retreats, massages, everything else. So, um I'd like to think that we can move more towards having that that, that level of self care where you're getting all that sort of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I and I guess it's, um, <laughs> oh God, I love what we do. Far out, I can't express enough how much I love it, because in this in this space, uh, it's so doable. It's so doable, and you can get to a point where you can make it really accessible to people that may not have ha- had access to it before, you know, and it's teaching people a new way uh, to take care of themselves, you know, to slowly chip away at those walls that like to keep us nice and safe in our little, you know, prison um, and and be brave and, you know, take on a new challenge, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, changing within yourself it's it's really all about evolution and i oh god i never ever thought i never thought that i would be in a position where my work would actually involve doing that for myself mm. as as a way of moving forward in business you know like unless i do that for myself my business is not going to thrive right so i have to do that because that's what I want to help other people do, you know. So, so you yourself includes growing your business if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. Well, it's paramount to growing my business. It's paramount because if I'm not taking care of myself, right, how can I actually grow my business in a way that is authentic and ethical and how can I pay it forward? You know, you can't pay. I've lived with an empty cup my entire life and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? The only way 
to help others is to help yourself, right? And I know that is a cliche that people say all the time, but, man, when you get it with your heart and not just your head, it, it, it takes you to a new level of thinking. It, it, it changes the way you think. It changes the way you carry yourself, the way you move through your challenges. And, you know, if anybody's out there listening that, and if you're at that point where you're struggling with your business and you're showing up and you're doing all the right things, have patience, you know, have patience, put it out there in your mind that you're seeking answers because the world responds, the universe responds. And I'll give you an example, right? There was a, a woman that's in, involved in our organisation that put up a post talking about aligned action. And it's like, you know, you can, aligned action is actually about taking steps to move yourself forward, right? It's one thing to, you know, take care of yourself is really important, but part of that is actually taking aligned action. So what are you doing to close that gap between where you are and where you want to be, right? And it doesn't matter. Aligned action looks different on any given day, like referring back to what we were talking about earlier. Aligned action could mean actually resting for the day, right, because you're so tired because you've been on fire and you've been working your stuff and, you know, you've been taking care of your family, running your business, figuring it all out. Aligned action can actually mean, you know what, today's going to be about me taking it easy and doing nothing. That's aligned action. It's taking care of your nervous system, taking care of your physical body, you know, and you need to remember that people out there who are freaking out, don't freak out. Have faith. Have faith in yourself. You, you embarked on this journey for a reason, right? Don't lose sight of that reason and don't lose sight of who you are and your capabilities, right? Because we are, we have infinite potential. We have infinite potential. Our mind is this incredible tool, right? And it's ever evolving and we never stop learning. You know, and sure, when we stretch ourselves, it can be uncomfortable, painful. Sometimes we have to make decisions that we don't want to make, right? But it's got to come from a place that moves us forward, you know. And and in order to know, in order to know that place, and you've got to know yourself. You've got to know what what your gut is saying, what your head is saying. And if you don't know yourself. Your gut is not going to, your gut feeling is not going to get a look in because it's going to be buried with everything else, you know. So it's learning to slowly clear the clutter. Some of us don't have cluttered brains and we move through really quickly and that's wonderful. That is great. Some of us are not like that. I am not like that, right. I am someone that has to, <laughs> on a daily basis, declutter my brain. And some days it's really freaking intense, you know, I'm not going to lie. Some days it's fucking hard. But the difference between now and then is my determination to see it through to the other side because people that have gone before me have done the same, right? And I've actually done the same throughout my life. I got this far on very little. I got this far in life, right, running on empty. So imagine what I can get through and what I can achieve when I'm actually filling my tank and I'm not waiting for somebody else to do it. You know, I'm autonomous. I take care of myself. I make sure that I meet my own needs. And that's that's the best thing we can do for ourselves. And, th and that's what we need to teach our kids to do. 
you know, to know themselves. And, you know, it's a journey, Tim. It's a journey and it's an, it's an evolutionary journey, you know. So the very concept of aligned action is that you've got to be aligned with something something like your values, your yourself. Absolutely. To actually make sure that, as they say sometimes, is what I'm doing now taking me to where I want to go? Exactly. Whatever that is. And how do you know what that is unless you've done some work? That's and, right. And talk to that point, you know, like what sort of work have you done? And I, I can certainly talk about the work I've done towards knowing yourself better so that you know that when you have a conversation even with someone or you do a post or you you go out and you, you know, have a swim or something like that, it's aligned mm -hmm. with where you want to go. Because yeah. as you say, you're just flailing around, probably copying what everybody else is doing to some extent, mm. totally clueless about who you really are. And that's, that's yeah. a lot of work. And I'm not saying it's it a lot is. of work. It's hard. Yes, it is hard work. but It's, it's challenging. It's challenging work. But it's work. a challenge you want to take on. It's enjoyable, yeah, it, it is, and it's enjoyable work because of the sense of satisfaction of getting to a point and getting achieving milestones as you're going along, understanding who you really are. And, yeah. and everything becomes clearer and brighter in a way because you now know, oh, if I go down that road, I'll, yeah, sure, I might have to change and go down a slightly different path. But at least mm. in general, I know who I am, I know what's important to me, and this is why we have the ethical of um, affiliate podcast in the first place is what you know that's what ethical means it's about the being true to your own values that's exactly right and i just want to go back to the word autonomy i said i'm autonomous being autonomous i need to make this really clear being autonomous does not mean you do not ask for help when you need it right quite the opposite being autonomous is knowing when to ask for help Right. So when when you've done everything you can do and you've you've you just kind of hit a wall where you go, you know what? I'm actually a little bit lost. You know, part of being autonomous is knowing when to take care of those needs by reaching out. Yeah. Reaching out is is taking care of your needs. And it's so easy to lose sight of that. You know, it's so easy to misconstrue these words that that mean standing on your own two feet, but standing on your own two feet does not mean you can't depend on others or ask for help. You just need to get to know yourself enough to know what you need so you can get those needs met. You know, no one person can fulfill everything in themselves, right? As humans, we are designed to connect, right? And often when we don't connect, it's because, you know, trauma or, you know, we're in, we're operating from a place of fear. So true autonomy is having a really strong sense of self and being okay with letting your guard down and asking for help and knowing when to do that and who to do that with. Now, all of those things, that's a lot for a person to take on if they're not used to it. So, guys, if you're out there and you're in that space, give yourself some time. Give yourself some time to wrap your head around this new way of thinking, right, because it's a lot. It is a lot to wrap your head around, right, and be kind to yourself and, you know, kind of know when to take that aligned action because really it's part of taking care of it. it it's, it's essential to take care of, taking care of yourself, mm. whatever that may be on any given day. It's interesting because you, um, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this completely, but um, <laughs> uh, I think it's the third law of cybernetics, which is about robotics and things like that, states mm -hmm. that the device with the most 
flexibility will win. So, and we're talking about autonomous devices like cars, but also back in the day, or still now, you know, self-motivating vacuum cleaning devices around the house. Oh, I'm so buying one of those. What mm. we're saying, what it says is that the, the device mechanically that can be flexible and adjust, and to your question, you know, uh, it can't, but ask questions, mm. it works out the environment and goes, okay, I can't keep banging into the wall. I'll take a different route to get... What a great analogy. And of course, this is what cars, modern car or autonomous cars do. They mm. don't, you know, they've got... I can't remember how much it is, 127 cameras mounted on them so that they can sense the environment and make changes according to the environment. So autonomy doesn't mean stuck, robotic, doing the same thing. It means having that flexibility to ask questions of friends and community. Absolutely, and absolutely. Make adjustments and, and keep going. So yeah. how can one be totally autonomous in a world of 9 billion people? You can't. Well, look, again, total, but to be totally autonomous means to n know yourself, yep. to know how to take care of yourself, to know how to meet your own needs and get your needs met, you know. Like that to me is true autonomy. The time and, to ask and the time not to ask and the time to reflect. Well, it's a time to act. Exactly. All of that stuff. Yep. All of that stuff. Yep. So, yeah, if you are out there listening do not give up. Do yourself that favour. Take care of your heart, take care of your mind and take care of your body and everything will work out the way you want it to. And that's perfect timing because we're talking about not giving up because don't give up now because Ida's about to tell us about what she's been reading or looking at or viewing. <laughs> I have started a, a book. Uh, I just finished... Um, Oh, gosh, I go through so many books. I just finished Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life and uh, Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass at Making Money. And now I'm reading a book with the title Unfuck Your Brain. Right. right? <laughs> now, I was so taken by that, that, um, <laughs> that title because <laughs> in the past and, look, really still today, if I'm being totally honest, I sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'll go, oh, my God, yeah. why? My brain is so fucked. What is going on? Yeah. And so I com and immediately connected with there this. So what that book does, it actually goes into the science of how your brain works and it gives you some really handy tips on how to respond to those triggers. And it's just a really great book. It's Unfuck Your Brain and it's by Faith G. Harper. And she's got a PhD and she's got like a million letters after her name, but it's really, it's a fantastic listen. I love it. I, I go from bursting out laughing to going, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. So I'm getting so much out of it. I cannot recommend. We need to get Audible to sponsor this bloody podcast because, <laughs> <laughs> um, because I actually Audible is my new best friend. I absolutely find, love uh, that. How do you find, um, slightly change of subject, but not really, how do you find listening versus reading? I much prefer it because um, reading makes me sleepy. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, and I have this weird thing with reading. <laughs> I only enjoy reading trashy, um, <laughs> oh, okay. trashy period romance novels. Like, right. So that's reserved right? for reading? And that is reserved for, for hard, hard books. <laughs> and, but, but the, yeah, but the uh, intellectual stuff... <laughs> Um, I like to listen to it because I, I ju it just sits with me better. 
It just sits with me better. And and plus I can multitask, right? When I'm listening to something, I can yeah. actually make use of my time while I'm doing my housework. You know, I can do my audio listening and, right. you know, so, and, and often like I will listen to books over and over again because for me it just takes several goes for things to sink in and, and I get different different things each time I listen. So different things stick in my mind. And, oh, my God, the way it is propelling me forward is unbelievable. It's just amazing. What about you? What are you reading? So that's that's the ultimate test, isn't it, the way it's propelling you forward? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, um, I can't say I've been caught off guard because I, I, I did – I had been reading – it's more of a long, a very long article, actually, by a guy called Morton Tolbell, which nobody would have heard of at all, um, because he still writes on an, an old system called Blogspot, which is a, an ancient blogging. Oh, my gosh. That's so kind of what well, you've heard of that. There you go. Um, so he's kind of a, an unknown um, author, but he's, he's a deep philosopher. And for some reason, and I haven't even got him bookmarked, I came across him again the other day. Mm. And he... <laughs> It's very hard to explain this, and I've been re I've read this article about three or four times, and I, I, in preparation for our podcast, and thinking I don't even know if I can even explain this. But anyway, he he's writing about Peter Pan, and okay, great. I don't know what that face means for people on video. Please explain. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm curious, I'm intrigued. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. That's I've done a, I've done a great job of doing that. Um, he writes about Peter Pan. Okay, let me summarise. He he writes about viewing life in a childlike way. Oh. That may explain that may explain a lot. Oh, I love that. The whole article, which is probably gosh, I don't know, twenty six pages, a four pages. Wow. Is really about a, a whole different approach to life, as opposed to viewing it rationally or viewing it in a um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Viewing it in a experimental way. Uh -huh. There's another way, and that is through initiative. Great. And in other words, he, uh, I've forgotten what the word is, but it's like living from the heart, in effect. Okay, and beautiful. So, he, he, you know, he, he gives up these examples of a famous a French aviator whose books I've read who talked about, I mean, he, he flew at night across Africa and he talked about the stars and and, and it was all about living from wow. a view of wonder. And... Yes. Oh, I love that. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to use your rational mind to, you know, fly an aircraft, for example. But it also was, he's talking about the stars and the heavens, and this guy was a, a little bit religious, but um, the wonder of Christmas and viewing everything as a child, not childish, but childlike. And so everything yeah. come across. And, of course, going back to initiative, this is um, um, going back to intuition. Mm. Children live from that that what we call intuition but it's really just a spontaneous living in the now which is mm -hmm. kind of what intuition is it's a sensing of something and just reacting to it without all the layering so he's talking and when i went for a, a walk before i was i was trying to engage in this exercise of just going um not viewing myself as separate from everything but just part of the entire environment part of the trees and part of the grass and the dog and everything we're, we're all one thing and so it was just living in that mode of not going, oh, that's a tree, it's a gum tree, and there's a crow, and it's a black crow. It was just, just trying to, and I'll tell you what, it's a challenge because of decades of learning and training, is, is, especially in Western 
our Western system is to analyze everything and box it and isolate and make everything separate. And so the goal mm. is to start viewing things as a, a sensing and going forward. So I hope that's explained a little bit. It's it's more of a concept than what this article is about. I would love for you to send me that article, and actually, we'll put it in our show notes and on our and on our page. Which actually, what we we'll, what we will do uh, for all our listeners. Um, when you go to our ethical, the ethical affiliate Facebook page, don't forget to like and follow. Um, everything that we read and any reference material will be listed there. And look, whilst we're on the topic of our Facebook page, please reach out, ask us questions. We're here to interact. We want dialogue with you guys, and we want to know. Uh, we want to know how we can help you and what we can do to move you forward in your life and maybe shed some light on a business paradigm that is going to absolutely explode over the next five years. So if anyone actually wants to know what Tim and myself do, you can reach out to us either through the Ethical Affiliate page or you can go to our Facebook pages. Uh, Mine is Ida Travato at Facebook. I don't know what the web pages, just go in and type my name because there's only, I don't think there's very many of me, but just look for the girl with the white hair and red lipstick. That'll be me. And, um, and uh, you know, Tim Gregg, uh, who is also on Facebook yep. as well. And and hit us up, ask us questions, ask us what we do. Um, and, and I'll point out that the reason we don't talk about our specific product on this podcast is because what we're doing here is we're giving an impartial view and we're shedding light on being an ethical affiliate. We're not here to to push our own product. We're not here to grow our business. What we actually are here to do is help you and educate you and make you aware that there is an amazing new business paradigm that is flourishing, that gives you back your autonomy, your control, your ability to work your life around you and not uh, live around your work. So, yeah. On that note. Fabulous. I don't see any more questions unless you have one. No, I don't have any questions, but I'm so glad that we do this. I look forward to this every week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tim. You're an absolute legend. Cannot wait for our next episode. We've got some guests that are, we're going to be speaking to over the coming weeks, so keep an eye out for that. We'll be mentioning it on our um, on our Ethical Affiliates page. And, uh, yeah, so we really hope to catch you next time. Tim, do you have any parting words? No, the only parting words was in reply to your uh, questions that we, I think we were talking about maybe if we get enough questions we'll do an entire podcast on Questions. Absolutely. And we want to do a Q&A. Yeah. And as you said, we will, uh, we've got some guests lined up, even more lined up, which is wonderful. So uh, we all look forward to that and we look forward to speaking and seeing you guys next week. Awesome. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Bye. See ya.